Locked on Jets podcast after the New York Jets fall to the Kansas City Chiefs 23 to 20 at MetLife Stadium on Sunday night football. Welcome. I'm your host, John B. from gangreennation.com. And we're here to recap a loss which drops the New York Jets to one and three on the 2023 season. A loss that's frustrating in many ways. And I know a lot of people are going to point at the very suspect holding call on Sauce Gardner on the final Kansas City drive, which allowed the Chiefs to extend a drive, which eventually they used to run the clock out, preserving a three-point win. But, I mean, look, there are like probably 10 plays you look back on that the Jets could have made in this game. That was one of them. And by the way, the Jets had five other opportunities on that drive to get off the field. It's a frustrating loss because I think you saw the best of the Jets, and I think you saw the worst of the Jets. And in many ways, I mean, there are lots of different points where you can say this game that that's where the Jets lost this game. For me, the number one point, though, is the first quarter because the Jets went out and played about as flat of a quarter of football as it is possible in the NFL. They were down 17 to nothing. They allowed two long touchdowns. They looked like they had zero life in them. In fact, that was such a bad first quarter that it was almost like you, you kind of felt like the team maybe was quitting on the coaching staff. That's how bad it was. And of course, we know that's not the case because they came back and showed a lot of fight. And I understand, you know, you can say the Jets fought back and they, you know, they eventually tied the game. But look, those 17 points don't go away. And if the Jets had just shown a pulse in the first quarter, they could have won this game by multiple scores because in the second and third quarter, they were a much better team than Kansas City. And it shows you the potential of this team. And you know, you think back to last week where all they needed was like one more drive against New England and they could have won that game. This team's not that far away from being three and one. And that's both frustrating. And it's the kind of thing that maybe gives you a little bit of optimism because you saw when things are clicking for this team, maybe there's something there. You know, after that first quarter where they did nothing defensively, the pass rush heated up and it was led by Bryce Huff. Bryce Huff, who gave this team a huge spark, you know, it, at the time it didn't feel like it was that big of a deal. At the time, you know, he drew a penalty that turned into a safety, which that itself may have been a bit of a shaky call because I don't think he was in the end zone when uh when the penalty was committed on him and the penalty has to be when the penalty is committed it has to be in the end zone for it to be a safety that's the play that gave the jets life bryce huff was all over the field in this game and look you know the linebackers who, who felt to me like the weakness of this defense heading into the season were really good in this game cj mosley you know looking like the vintage cj mosley and quincy williams continuing to look like a, a pro bowl caliber linebacker a guy who's just gotten so much better in his time with the new york jets and, of course, on the offensive side of the ball, look, Brees Hall had a big game, a nice night for Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard chipping in a few catches. But the story of the game was Zach Wilson, who played what I think you'd have to say is his best game as a member of the New York Jets. And in the third quarter, put together a drive where he legitimately looked like Aaron Rodgers, where he was somehow fitting passes into covered receivers. And it was a, a deep ball to Lazard in, in the first half that kind of got him going. It kind of shows you the role of confidence how how much it can impact a quarterback because I thought the throw to Lazard was actually kind of ill-advised, but he completed it. And from that point, he felt he just seemed so confident. And it culminated in that touchdown drive touchdown drive to tie the game in the third quarter. The Jets, I think, for much of this game, you now the fourth quarter, you know, the offense kind of stalled and Zach had that fumble. Defense gave up a couple drives that could not get off the field on the key downs. I know that again, the one penalty on sauce was a little suspect. They had five other chances to get off the field. It was the best of the, the New York Jets. It was the worst of the New York Jets. This was a game that was very winnable. 
it was a game where the Jets went toe to toe with you know the defending Super Bowl champion. And I know you you don't want to have moral victories in the NFL. I mean, lots of teams play close games, but if you were watching that game objectively, especially through the middle thirty minutes, the second and third quarters, it was clear that the Jets were giving the Chiefs a lot of problems on both sides of the ball. So you know, a game where you can kind of take good from it, you can kind of take bad from it. I think it's kind of a game where there's a little bit of everything. Jets fall to one and three. I mean, look, this is another loss that they've banked. That's not a good thing, but still some positive positives you can take from the team's performance. I mean, I think when you talk about the caliber of this opponent, what did I say two weeks ago against the Dallas Cowboys? It wasn't that they lost. It was the way that they lost. Well, in this game, you know, I don't want to, it's the NFL, it's pro football. I don't want to like, take too much positive away from this defeat, but the Jets play at that level, especially the way the way they played the second and the third quarters of this game. This season's not over. They're going to be able to win some games, and we're going to elaborate that as we continue on this post-game episode of the Locked On Jets podcast. I said heading into this game, I felt like the Jets season was on the line. A loss may finish them. I'm not so sure I feel that way anymore, and I'll explain that in a little bit more detail continuing this edition of the Locked On Jets podcast. This episode of Locked On Jets is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business, and you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. The Jets don't really need LinkedIn because they have a scouting department. Well, you can let LinkedIn be your scouting department. It's really easy to create a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience who, who can, so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. This is why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering leading high, quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This episode of Locked On Jets is brought to you by FanDuel. You can snap into the action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Again, that's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. You know, the Jets did lose this game, but they did beat the spread. It was a nine-point Kansas City spread heading into this game. So if you put money down on the Jets, maybe they did not come out victorious, but you still won. And you should know that there's no better time to get in on the action with FanDuel. It's America's number one sportsbook. The app is easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. This is the Locked On Jets podcast, recapping a New York Jets defeat on Sunday Night Football to the Kansas City Chiefs. Jets fall to 1-3 and three on the season. The first time the Jets play on Sunday night football since 2011 ends in a loss and a hard-fought loss, a game that did not seem like it would be a hard-fought loss in the first quarter when the Jets fell behind 17-0. And even when they got on the board, you know, it was 17-2, uh, it didn't really feel that great about the team. Heading into this game, if you listened and if you're an everyday, or in the, by the way, this is a daily podcast. We have new episodes each day through the week, Monday through Friday. So welcome aboard if you're new to the show. But I talked about this all week, about how... I felt like this was a make or break game for the New York Jets. And I felt like they could not afford to lose. And part of it is it's not just about your record at this time of year, because your season's not necessarily over at one and three, but the way the Jets had been playing, it just did not seem like they could 
get on a good run. It didn't seem like the way they were playing was a way to get to repeatable success. And that all changed in this game for me. Now, it means nothing if they go out to Denver next week and play a bad game against a Denver team that's really, despite their win on Sunday, is really not that good. But for the first time, it felt to me like this is actually a recipe for the Jets to win. If they play at this caliber more, more consistently, you know, if they throw away that first quarter, in the second quarter of this game, and it began then, and it, it carried into the third. The fourth, Kansas City was the better team, but the Jets, you know, the Jets played okay. Kansas City was a little bit better in the fourth quarter. But you know, you start with the defense, which in the first quarter it was awful. I mean, busted coverages up and down, up, up and down the field, allowing big runs. I mean, two thirty, two thirty plus yard touchdowns they allow in the first quarter. It was a horrific first quarter for the New York Jets. But be, after that, the pass rush, which you know, the first quarter was non-existent. And only had one sack the two weeks leading into this game. They they came to life. And Bryce Huff, I think, was the leader. Can we get this man some more playing time, please? But you know, all night it felt like the Jets' defensive line started started to take over after the second quarter. And the linebackers again. I felt like this was one of the weaknesses heading into the season. But C.J. Mosley had a good game. Quincy Williams. You know, the Jets have this this tradition of linebackers who are late bloomers. If you go all the way back to James Ferrier, who was drafted in '97. And you know, had an okay season his last year with the Jets. Then went to Pittsburgh and became a star. Demario Davis, who was you know not that good for the Jets during his two stints with the team, then goes to New Orleans and becomes a star. Finally, the Jets get one of these late bloomers and they keep him. And that's Quincy Williams, who looks like a pro bowler. But you go to the offensive side of the ball. We know Brees Hall is good. We know Garrett Wilson's good. Zach Wilson. I mean, this I to me this was the best game he's ever played because. It's the first time I ever saw him consistently win from the pocket and do special things. We, you know, we saw it all the time at BYU. We heard about it. Is this the type of game that can be a building block for Zach Wilson? As I've said, it, for Zach, it's always been like a half step forward, two steps back. This was like maybe a step to a step and a half forward. Maybe this is the type of game that gives him confidence. You know, we can hope. But the caliber of play I saw from the Jets, maybe it wasn't good enough to beat Kansas City, who's the defending Super Bowl champion. But if we see that level of play from the Jets consistently, even at one and three, I like where this team's going. Now you got again consistency is the key. You know, if they go out and don't play well next weekend against Denver, then all this goes out the window. But maybe did the Jets find something? I'm not a big believer in losses propelling a team, but occasionally it happens, and I wonder what the mindset is in the Jets locker room after this game. Anyway, that's all for this special post-game recap episode of Locked On Jets. Tomorrow on Monday, we'll have our full recap show. It'll be our regular Monday episode. Can't wait to chat with you until then. If you enjoyed the show, please give it a five-star review for listening on a podcast source or a big thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. We'll chat tomorrow. We'll have a more detailed breakdown on our regular Monday show. Until then, take care.